0: Hi, I'm Jeremy Kaplan and I'm reading a post that I wrote called Try These Google Docs Tricks, 11 Quick Tips and Hidden Features Within Google Docs. And as you'll already know, I'm not reading it directly, I'm voicing it over and so I may add little comments um, or additions or amendations from the original post. Google Docs is a contemporary classic. It's less powerful than other tools that are more recent like Notion, Coda or Craft. And Google Docs is also less streamlined than Bear, Ulysses, Drafts, or IA Writer, a tool for very, very simple streamlined writing that I love. But Google Docs is so reliable and has so many capabilities that I still use it regularly. If you keep listening, you'll see um, why, or you'll hear some of the useful features that I find uh, helpful within Google Docs. The first set are about saving time on your documents. So first feature create a new doc instantly. Just type doc.new in your browser's address bar to open a new document. You can also type sheet.new or slide.new or form.new or site.new or drawing.new or cal.new to create instant Google spreadsheets or slides or forms or websites or drawings or even calendar events. This works in pretty much any browser, which is great. It's a quick way to just instantly start a new document without having to go through a number of different clicks to go to Google Docs and then find the new button and then um, click a few different times. I use this often in the middle of the day just to create some, some notes on something that I can share with someone else. Number two, translate your text automatically. You can share a Google Doc in another language without even knowing that language. Your original is preserved. Google Docs just creates a translated copy. It's obviously not human quality, but it's enough. it's enough for a gist understanding of the text. And it takes about a few seconds. So here's how to do it. You go to the tools menu and you just select translate document and you'll see a list of a huge range of different languages. And it's pretty much instantaneous. If you know that language, you can go through, or if you know it somewhat well, you can go through and make any corrections you need to. But if you don't know the language, you can just give it to someone as a just translation and let them know that you know it's it's flawed, but it, but you just hope it might be helpful. Number three, display a live word count. Uh, a lot of us writers are concerned with keeping on track with a number of words or we're faced with a certain constraint about word numbers, word counts. So it's helpful to show a persistent count at the bottom left of your editing window. And to do that, you go to the same tools menu and you select word count. And then you can check a little box which says display word count while typing. And that way you don't have to go back and search or look at the word count um, manually. It, it'll just show up there um, easily. You can also just hit command shift C. To, uh, to get the word count going. Uh, the fourth tip is that you can type with your voice. This works well when you're tired of typing, your hands are tired or you're in a place where it's just cramped. Um, instead of facing a blank page, you can also think out loud and just talk to yourself or talk to your computer or talk to your screen without having to worry about typing things. And then you can edit your dictated draft. Um, and I find that useful when I just want to think and I want to look around or I don't want to worry about the exact words, and I want to just let my brain think and just flow. It's good for morning pages, for example. And to do this, you just go to the Tools menu again and just select Voice Typing, and you'll see a little button that allows you to press when you're ready to start. The fifth tip, type the at symbol to quickly add elements to your document. This new feature lets you add um, more quickly checklists, numbered lists, bulleted lists, or insert images, tables, charts, other things you want in your Google Doc. And it's really simple. You don't need to pull up any menu. You basically just type the at symbol within the document and a keyboard shortcut um, uh, menu pops up where you can basically um, select whatever you want, whether it's a a checklist, a numbered list, an insert image option, et cetera. You can also actually, when you're doing that, uh, you'll see a list of recent documents if you want to insert a recent document. Um, to uh, to make it available within, within the document you're working on. The sixth one is you can add email drafts and project trackers inside your document. Inspired by Notion and Coda, Google Docs now lets you insert these quote-unquote building blocks. These include mini templates for meeting notes and tracking a project. One block lets you create an email draft, which is kind of handy. You can collaborate on that in a document and then you can send it in Gmail. And to use that, you just use the same keyboard shortcut, the at symbol, and then you'll see a bunch of blocks pop up and you can choose the one you want. So a few tips now for making your doc look better. And this is tip overall number seven, add a GIF to show how something works. So you can use a GIF in a Google doc, even though you can't necessarily embed a video within the document. And that's really handy because the GIF will play automatically. People will see the GIF inside the document without having to click play or do anything else and it won't send them off to a different link or a different page. You can use uh, Giphy to record a, a GIF or you can use Cloud App or any of a number of other apps um, and I've written about some of those in prior posts if you're interested in more on that and to use that you just go to insert the insert menu and you and you select image insert image and then you select your GIF from your computer to add it to your document um, or you can even paste in a GIF if you've got one on your clipboard. And if you want an example of that, uh, you can see one in the post, and you can even play with a cat gibberish public document that I created to illustrate that, which I got from Cat Tipsum, um, which has cat-themed placeholder paragraphs that you can use if you want to just look at how a document is going to set up with a certain amount of text. The eighth tip is to create a highlighter effect. So just make important text stand out by adding a color to it. And you can do that by just selecting text and then clicking the highlighter button on the menu uh, or picking um, uh, whatever color you want um, to, uh, to, to uh, highlight a particular part of the text. The next tip number nine is to use bigger fonts. A lot of times people go with the default of 11 point font or, or even 12 but, but if you're creating a document that you want to make really easy to read, try size 14. People will appreciate the readability of your, your doc. You can see the cat document I included in this post to see an example of what the difference looks like. The 10th tip is to try Georgia, Railway, Proxima Nova, or Oswald as the fonts you use, as opposed to the default Arial or, or something um, more basic. These fonts are easy to read, they're elegant, and they're professional. Um, if you want to see what font someone else is using on their site, by the way, you can use a, a tool called What the Font. And which is a great name, by the way. Um, and, um, and that will basically allow you to to see what other people are, are using on their site if you want to identify something. And if you want more font options in Gdocs, uh, Google Docs, you just click the font button on the tool palette and then more fonts. And you can actually add alternatives um, that you can then use. Finally, you can break text into sections. So use horizontal line breaks. You just go to insert and then select horizontal line. That helps break up long documents rather than just having paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. Finally, just to conclude, a a quick tip, I mentioned IA Writer earlier. My favorite alternative to Google Docs these days is IA Writer. It works for macOS, iOS, Windows, Android. And and I wrote a piece about why I find it to be the simplest and cleanest way to write. Um, But just in short, it just gives you a plain empty screen with just space for words. There's no menus to distract you. There's no distracting, blinking things or options. And so it really, um, in my experience, helps me focus just on the sentence I'm I'm writing and and the words that I'm thinking about without any menus or any distracting clutter. There are other uh, clean, simple apps like Bear, Ulysses, Calmly Writer, and uh, Drafts. They're all kind of similar in some ways, but I find IA Writer just to be even even simpler and, and more minimalist. And if you have bigger projects with uh, more different parts to organize, Scrivener is a good option as well, and I've written about that. that It, it has a pinboard where you can sort of put index card like sections to organize complex writing um, chapters that you have, for example, in a big project. So that's another one to, to keep in mind if, if that's your, your goal is to create a longer cohesive project. Thanks for listening to this and for reading Wonder Tools and for being a subscriber or just a reader and for sharing with others. And if you have any input or suggestions or feedback or corrections, um, please feel free to drop me a, a quick a quick line, a quick email, jeremy at JeremyKaplan.com, or uh, just respond to any Wonder Tools post um, with a reply. And I always love getting email feedback. Thanks and have a great day.